For most of my teaching career, I taught high school history and English to young Arkansas students. It was pretty easy for me. I myself had good teachers growing up and a solid college education. UCA, class of 82, go Bears. Minor curriculum changes were made periodically depending on departmental and administrative choices. Teaching methods were pretty standard, unless some national initiative came down the pike. I was proud of my efforts and had mostly good success with my students, no matter what. And then in the second half of my career, I began training to teach English as a second language. To gain that certification, I spent two weeks in intensive study and practice at Henderson in Arkadelphia. Then I was thrust into working with non-native speakers from grades 6 through 12 all day long. It was the hardest thing I ever tried to do. Most of my students were Spanish speakers, but I also had some Vietnamese, Japanese, Chinese, and Hindi speakers as well, all in the same class. Their proficiency levels were on a wide spectrum, from no English at all to nearly fluent. And once a student was determined to be fully fluent, they exited the program. And when I heard the gospel for this Sunday, it reminded me of trying to teach those kids. I say trying because that's what we did a lot of, trying to understand one another. And often the best way to even begin fostering understanding of a concept was for me to find something the student already knew from his or her own native language or culture and then relate it to the English equivalent. And this usually began with me sitting very, I don't know, somehow the closer we got together, (laughs) the better the connection. But we would sit side by side, heads close together, looking at pictures. And that then we would begin with a picture that the student could name in their own language. And from there, we at least had a frame of reference to build on. I can't imagine the number of times I said, this is just like something. And often, Even if the student didn't have all the words at first, he or she might look at me and say, oh, now I understand. In today's gospel, Jesus is speaking to the large crowds that were almost constantly with him. He crams six metaphoric parables into 10 verses, covering a broad range of topics horticulture, baking, real estate, business, fishing, accounting. And I imagine almost everyone in the crowds heard something that either resonated or sparked a moment of, oh, now I understand. 
In her book, The Seeds of Heaven, Sermons on the Gospel of Matthew, the Reverend Dr. Barbara Brown Taylor wrote, If we want to speak of heavenly things, Jesus seems to say, we may begin by speaking about earthly things. And if we want to describe that which is beyond all words, we may begin with words we know, words such as man, woman, field, seed, bird, air, yeast, bread. Words such as pearl, net, fish, sea, joy. These are the places, she goes on, to dig for the kingdom of heaven. These are the places to look for the will and rule and presence of God. If we cannot find them here, we will never find them anywhere else, for earth is where the seeds of heaven are sown, and their treasure is the only one worth having. Now, as Jesus has said to us many times in the last few weeks, anyone with ears, listen. Jesus is talking about the kingdom of heaven. And he is speaking about it in the present tense. The kingdom of heaven is like. Not the kingdom of heaven will be. He seems to be trying to get us to see that the kingdom is found around us already. God's reign has always been present in Abraham's faith, in Moses' leadership, in Samuel's justice, in David's power. And then it came among us in the form of Christ's ministry. It was ultimately fulfilled in Christ's death, resurrection, and ascension. And these days we continue to encounter it in the work of the Holy Spirit. God's transcendent, transforming, just, merciful, and loving presence is here and now, not waiting for us in some heavenly afterlife or eternal hell. And I don't know about you, but right now feels more like an eternal hell, one that we have little to no control over and no foreseeable way out. And I'm getting really tired of saying in these difficult times, we are beyond the six-month threshold now since the first COVID-19 diagnosis. We're all tired, frustrated, angry, sick of physical isolation. It's hard to even think of this current situation being anywhere close to the kingdom of heaven. As hard as it may be to believe it, these things will pass away eventually. I have found comfort in the words of today's collect. Increase and multiply upon us your mercy that with you as our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal 
that we lose not the things eternal. This insidious virus, national unrest, fear and confusion are things temporal. St. Paul gave us a familiar list, hardship, distress, persecution, peril, rulers, death, things present, things to come. These temporal things always have passed away. They may return from time to time, but they never last forever. I hope we can rest in the comfort of Paul's words until these maddening temporal things pass away. When we are weak, tired, angry, spiritually dried up, unable even to begin our prayers, we must start with words we already know. The Lord is my shepherd, our Father who art in heaven. I believe in God the Father Almighty. In order to see the kingdom of heaven around us, just like my ESL kids started with words they already knew, words of comfort, words of familiarity. Thankfully, in these difficult times, Paul reminds us that the Holy Spirit helps us, interceding with sighs too deep for words. Indeed, the Spirit intercedes for all of us. And God knows the mind of the Spirit. And God knows and loves each one of us. God's reign is real. And God is here. And glimpses of the kingdom of heaven surround us often in the form of the smallest of things, seeds, bread, wine, one another. We only have to open our eyes and our hearts to receive the gift of the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Our troubles, our fears, even COVID, is temporal. Nothing, nothing can keep God's love from us. It is the thing eternal. Understand? Amen.